Hey, this is Dusty Otis. Welcome to the Living Redefined Podcast. This is a place where we discuss modern day topics and attack them with biblical truths. The goal that we have is just to make daily decisions based on morality and integrity. I want to help you move forward in your faith, and I hope that today helps you do that. Enjoy the message. What's up, podcast listeners? Welcome back. It's been a really good two uh, Sundays off for me and our family, just getting to recharge, uh, fully recharge, unplug, and turn off from anything work-related for the first time in nearly five years. And so so super fortunate to be able to do that and uh, and just anxious to be back uh, on Father's Day. And so happy Father's Day to all of the dads out there today. As we celebrate Father's Day, there could be some of us with dad issues, uh, some of us whose dads have issues with us. And I want to let you know that good or bad, there's a big difference between your earthly father and your heavenly father, the one who called you into existence and the one who brought you here. And so the truth is our earthly fathers are temporary and have limited perspective, but our heavenly father is eternal and he sees everything. Today, God loves you. He sees you. He's proud of you. And uh, today is going to be a special day. My name is Dusty Otis, and I am the one who gets to lead here. Fortunate for um, what I'm allowed to do. Today, we're talking about four things that good fathers do. And on the back side of that, four things that God does for you. And so note takers, I hope that you're ready. It's going to be a special day. So four things that good fathers do. Here's the teaser. They love, they lead, and they believe. And so we'll get into that. The fourth one you're going to have to hang out for to uh, to see. And so this message just isn't for dads, by the way. I don't do many topical, to- topical um, discussions, uh, messages, but just to be clear, this isn't just a message for dads because these four things God also does for, for you personally. And so he's your heavenly father. You're created in his image. He has a purpose for you. He calls you a son or a daughter today. And so um, so I pray that you're ready. Father, we love you. Thanks for this time that we have to gather, Lord, regardless of where we are in our cars, um, at, our, at our work, in our house. Lord, I just pray that you would... Uh, Help us to maximize this time to be intentional, open ears and hearts to hear and receive. It's in Jesus' name. As we jump in, I want to shout out, um, got a couple guys in Bixby, Oklahoma, South Bixby, Oklahoma, um, who reached out to me, Alan and Josh, and uh, just they were listening at separate times and, and ended up coming together and having a conversation and both realized they were listening to the same message uh, through this podcast, which Jarrett Melton gets a ton of credit for. Jarrett, happy Father's Day. You, uh, you're an incredible dad, dad to two beautiful little girls. And, um, and so, uh, just shout out to Alan and Josh. Um, just thankful for them and the fact that they reached out through Facebook and let me know, uh, they had some questions and wanted to talk. It was really, it was really cool to catch up with you too. And so I uh, hope you're listening today. And Alan, I know you got a birthday coming. Happy birthday, buddy. All right. The first thing that a good father does is he loves a good father loves. The Bible tells us the greatest thing that we can do is to love God and to love ourselves and love others. Love, love the Lord with your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. And so then we walk in love. This is really 1 Peter 4, 8. Above everything, love each other deeply because God's love or because love covers a multitude of sins. Good fathers love. They love three specific ways. They love God. They love their wives. And they love their kids. So then his, here's how we lead love. Pretty practical message today. Love God with your whole heart. This means I'm going to love God with my words and my actions. I'm going to let my family see who I am and see my relationship with God. I'm going to show them how to be an example. I'm going to show them what a relationship with God really looks like. I'm going to teach them. I'm going to show them how to pray, how to read, how to worship, how to reflect, how to write, how to journal, 
how to uh, sit still and listen. I'm going to be that example. They're going to know that I love God with my whole heart. And when I do that, the fruit of my life tends to be pretty good. The second thing is I'm going to love my wife without reservation. Heather is my rock. She is, um, she's the incredible other half, which is really about 99% of me. She is so good. And so I think the best thing that you can do for your kids is to love your wife without reservation. Um, never forget when we first had Oscar, he was just a few months old. My world was rocked because I became a dad. I didn't understand what that mean and, and still not sure that I do, but um, he said, man, he said, just love your wife. If you're concerned about being a good dad, just love your wife. If you'll love your wife, you're going to be a good dad. If you'll love your wife, love your wife without reservation. If you're divorced today, treat your children's mother with respect. Even if it's not reciprocated, even if she doesn't give in return, never return disgrace with disgrace, especially in front of your kids, especially to the mother of your kids. You can be respectful. And so do that. The third thing that good fathers do is they love their kids unconditionally. So we love God with our whole heart. We love our wife without reservation. We love our kids unconditionally. We make sure that our kids know that we love them no matter what. Unconditional love does not do anything that encourages anything negative, wrong, or evil. In fact, the kids who are secure in their father's love tend to act out, disobey, and show off or show out less, not more. So love your kids unconditionally. The fourth thing you can do is be present. Be present. Quality time is great, but it doesn't have anything to do with quantity time. Everyone has the same 24 hours available to them. You make time for what's important to you. Make your time count with your kids. Make your time count with your wife. Make your time count with God. Listen, engage, have some empathy, and be present, which is your action step to loving. And my action step to loving is to be present physically, mentally, and emotionally. How a dad spends his time reveals what is really important to him. Now, here's the backside of that. How does God love you? How does your heavenly Father God love you? If we talked about 1 Peter 4, 8, love covers everything, then you need to understand that Jesus' blood covers you, and it covers your sin. So you see how God loves you in John three sixteen. For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. You have to receive this. We like to hear that and say, well, the world, yeah, the world you're in the world. And so God so loved you. The kids version of John 3.16 is really special. It says, God's loved me so much. He gave me Jesus. God loved me so much. He gave me Jesus. So, so you see Jesus, the son of God, follow through with God's promise in John 3.16 when he willingly walked into the beating of his life, carried a cross that he would hang on uphill, mind you, where he gave his life for you, where his blood was shed so that you could be reestablished. Love covers everything. Jesus' blood covers you. This is how much God loves you. So then we see that a father's love is self-sacrificing, both our earthly father and our heavenly father. A father's love is without reservation, earthly and heavenly. A father's love is unconditional. And a father's love is always there. This is how we are to love as fathers, but this is also how our heavenly father loves us. A good father loves. The second thing a good father does is lead. A good father leads. The Bible tells us in Proverbs 11 that where there is no wise, intelligent guidance, the people fall and go off course like a ship without a helm. But in the abundance of wise and godly leadership, there is victory. Leading as a father means correction. It means guidance and it means discipline, but it also means serving. It also means serving. 
if we want to see our kids win, we serve following Jesus' example. Jesus says in Matthew 20, 26 to 28, anyone wanting to be a leader among you must be your servant first. If you want to be right at the top, you must serve like you're at the bottom. Your attitude must be like mine, Jesus says, for I did not come to be served, but to serve and to give my life as a ransom for many. So then how do we lead? How do we lead? There's three steps here if you're taking notes. The first one is this, grow up. It's a tough one to hear sometimes, and it takes us men a little bit longer to grow up than it does than it does the women. But the reality is that grow up. Even Jesus grew up in wisdom and stature. You can't be selfish. You can't lead where you won't go. You can't lead what you won't do. The reality is this. Our kids don't want another buddy, and they don't need another buddy. They want a dad. They need someone who thinks things through, who makes tough decisions, who engages life with responsibility. They need someone that they can count on who lives what they teach, who does what they say. Because when we become dads, we really are to shelf who we are. We shelf ourselves to serve those that God has called us to lead. And so that takes growing up and being unselfish. The second thing we do as dads is, is this is the obvious one. We discipline. And I think so many times we look at discipline as negative, but it's not. Kids appreciate consistent accountability and discipline. Because without clearly defined boundaries, it's very difficult to grow up. Dads who discipline in a calm and fair manner show love for their children. Many of you know it's much easier to raise a kid than it is to fix an adult. And so then we discipline with calm, in a calm and fair manner to show love and appreciation for our kids because we're defining boundaries so it's not difficult to grow up. We just want to be consistent in our accountability, holding our kids accountable and disciplining them. The third thing that we do as dads is teach. Kids who learn how to duck responsibility and avoid cost are sooner or later going to fall flat on their faces. And that's just the truth. Good dads are the ones who make sure their children know how to own up, how to clean up, and how to grow up. So the action step to leading is be their role model. Be their role model. Be an example in word, deed, purity, and faith. Because a girl who spends time with a loving dad grows up knowing that she deserves to be treated with respect by boys. She also learns what to look for in a husband because she sees it first in her dad. A good dad teaches boys how to love and how to work and how to serve. And he ultimately teaches all of his kids what's important in life by demonstrating it. And so let's look at how God leads you. I think to understand how God leads you, you have to be open to God's leadership and willing to let him lead your life. This takes a relationship that's built on love and trust with him. Understanding Jesus came to serve is the reason that you're connected to the to God the Father. And so here's how God serves you. Proverbs 3, 5 says, If you want favor with both God and man and a reputation for good judgment and common sense, then trust the Lord completely. Don't ever trust yourself. In everything you do, put God first, and he will direct you and crown your efforts with success. This is how God leads you. Psalms 32, 8 says, I will instruct you, says the Lord, and guide you along the best pathway for your life. I will advise you and watch you progress. He instructs us with the Bible, that word in our heart and his spirit guides us. A good father leads by serving first. The third thing that a good father does is believe. A good father believes. The Bible tells us that a good tree cannot produce bad fruit and a bad tree cannot produce good fruit. I know who my kids are because they came from me. God knows who his kids are because they came from him. And so then I know the kind of fruit that my kids should produce 
and I believe it's in there only because I have led them to bear good fruit. And so you know the type of tree by the fruit it creates. We all know that you can lead a horse to water, but that doesn't necessarily mean that they can drink. And so then how do we lead and how do we show our kids that we believe in them? Here's the first thing we can do. The first thing we can do is be the biggest and best voice they hear. This is easy. They can hear our voice as a sheep knows the voice of its shepherd. It's easy to hear a father's voice when I've been loved and led well. And so here's what we do as kids to show our kids that we believe. Here's what we do as dads to show our kids that we believe in them. Good, We believe, first of all. What do you mean? Good dads believe the best for the best. The world can be super discouraging. Their friends can be super negative. The environment they're in, and, and depending on where you live in this country, depends on uh, the agenda that your kids face every day. It's, it's coming everywhere, and so it's inevitable. But as dads, our experience, our influence, and our faith help our kids overcome. That's why I use hashtags in all my social media posts. If you follow me on social media, you see them. And I'll post about my kids every now and again, and that'll be a hashtag. They're going to look at those one day and they're going to search their own hashtag and they're going to see hundreds of posts of all the times that I was super proud of them and I believed in them. The second thing that we can do is dads, good dads encourage. A good dad's going to stand on the sideline. He's going to yell. He's going to cheer and he's going to get onto the official when his kid's not treated right. Amen. (laughs) And so we get to be the voice as dads that reminds our kids, hey, you've got this. You've got this. And if we whispered, you've got this with sincerity our whisper would last a lifetime this is why i love bedtimes with our kids uh, going in and giving them one last bit of encouragement hey you're a good son i love who you are laney you're a good daughter you're a leader people like you they want to hear what you have to say hey who made you god how do you make you awesome awesome what's the best thing you're ever going to be myself all those things constantly And it's just one little nugget. Hey, you know, the world's full of copycats being original. It's the best thing you can do yourself. You're good. You are good kids, right? Encourage them. Let them know. Hey, I saw you do this today. Hey, you were this today. I saw you. Hey, so so thankful that you were thankful today. Encourage your kids. The third thing that we can do as dads is inspire. Great dads want better for their kids than they want for themselves. Great dads want more for their kids than they want it for them. Great dads want their kids to achieve more than they achieved. And so we constantly push, right? And we're asking our kids to give their best. And we're asking them to get a little bit outside of their comfort zone. And and we ask challenging questions. By the way, inspire means in spirit, okay? And sometimes when we're pushing or challenging or or, or encouraging too much, and sometimes that push our kids in the wrong direction. This is an error of love. And so I would ask you to watch that. But here's how I inspire our kids. I do it without saying a word. We have sign language. There's five signs that I can give them throughout the day when I am too far away to talk to them or when I'm right next to them where they know that's a message from dad. And it's inspiring. And they are simple. They're, I love you. I'm proud of you. Um, good job. Think about it. And let's go. And I had to think through this why I told you, but but that's it. And I can do that anytime, anytime, anywhere, and they know exactly where it is. The fourth thing that a good father does is motivates. And you would say, man, that's, you know, that's motivations like, you know, dust in the wind. And the reality is this. 
It's super simple to motivate your kids. Just challenge them to discover a passion. God's placed gift in you. He's, he's done the same thing for your kids. And so encourage your kids to find what they love. Help them try to find it. Let them take a few tries. Let them fail a little bit. But urge them to keep going until they find it. Let them discover their passion. Right now, we've realized that Oscar is really good at baseball. It's strange because I was terrible. But Oscar's really good at baseball. So we're letting him try. And if he tries, I mean, he's tried tennis. He's he's tried a, a plethora of things. And so we're letting him try one more. Help them discover their passion. Not that he's going to be a Major League Baseball player, but if he is and he helps me retire, God bless him, right? The second thing we're going to do is we're going to set goals. God has a purpose for you. He has a purpose for your kids. Help them set goals short-term, long-term. And make sure, the, the best thing we can do as dads is make sure they're reachable but require effort require effort. And then we're going to encourage them to bring that energy and that effort every single day to reach those goals. Make a plan. God has a plan for you. He has a plan for your kids. In order to reach your goals, you need a plan. If you fail to plan, you're planning to fail. So help your children create a strategy for reaching their goals. And then get them excited about it. Get them excited about it. And and to do that, they need to get to know God because God has great plans. God says that he sent his son so that we have life abundantly. So get them excited about those goals and their ambitions, and show that you're excited for them too. The positive energy and the adrenaline that they get from you will push them to continue the hard work to achieve their efforts. So then the action step you can be uh, as a dad when it comes to believing, the action step to believing is be a fan. Be a fan. This is a two-point action step. The first thing to being a fan, you're going to validate them. There's something so powerful about the words and affirmation from a dad. And if if you're a son, you know what I'm talking about. When you know you have his confidence, you can more easily and more confidently face whatever the world brings at you because you know dad thinks I'm the real deal. The second thing is celebrate them. So validate and celebrate. When your child accomplishes a goal, let them know you're proud of them. Celebrate. And in some cases, even reward them for their hard work. Celebrate, celebrate, celebrate. If I could do one thing better, it would be celebrate. And here's how God believes in you. This is a big deal. This is a big deal because so many people think, I'm not good enough. I can never be. God doesn't know what I did. And he, and he does. But here's how God believes in you. It's two It's two points, and they're just both scriptures. I'm not going to spend a bunch of time on this because next week we're going to jump into a series titled Greater. Greater. John 14, 12. This is, he believes that you're going to be better. And I'm going to prove it to you. John 14, 12 says, I assure you and most solemnly say to you, anyone who believes in me as Savior will also do the things that I do, and he or she will do even greater things than these. In extent outreach, because I'm going to the Father, he believes in you so much that he believes you'll do greater things than he did. He believes you'll be better than he was. That's hard to accept sometimes because we get in the way. Don't. Just believe Jesus and follow him. John 15, 5 through 7 says, He believes you're going to produce. He says, yes, I'm the vine, you are the branches. Whoever lives in me and I in them, uh, I am in him, and they shall produce a large crop of fruit. For apart from me, you can't do a thing. Because if anyone separates from me, they are gathered and thrown into a pile, and which is which is burned because it's fruitless and they're dead branches. But verse 7 says, if you stay connected and follow me, you can ask anything you like and I will do it for you. My real disciples, verse 8, my real disciples produce bountiful harvests that bring great glory to my Father. God believes you'll produce. A good father believes. So then the fourth thing a good father does is we're wrapping up here. 
The fourth thing a good father is, is pleased. A good father is pleased with his kids. You know, growing up, I always knew. I always knew when my dad was mad. And I'm just going to tell you, because we're podcasting, it's easier to do it like this because they all start with P. Growing up, I knew when my dad was pissed. I just did. Rarely, rarely, if ever, did I know if he was proud of me. And I never knew if he was pleased with me. I never even knew if my dad liked me. Was he happy with me? And I think as dads, we kind of ride that same boat. Man, I know the, I know the times that I'm proud of my kids. And I know that, that they know the times I'm proud of them. And I know they definitely know the times that I am pissed or upset with them. But do they know the other 98% of the time that I am pleased with them? Do they know the other 98% of the time that I love who they are? That I am so happy with who they are. And the reality of what God wants in his relationship with you and what we're called to be as dads, you can see in Jesus' baptism, it's Matthew three seventeen. It says, a voice from heaven. By the way, this is Jesus being baptized. John the Baptist doesn't believe he should do it. He's like, hey, you got somebody else. He's like, hey, you're the guy. And so John says that Jesus does this as an example for us. It proves that, one, anybody can baptize, but then, two, to follow Jesus' example of being water baptized. And so a voice from heaven said, this is my son. As soon as Jesus comes up out of the water, the clouds part, a dove comes down, which is the form of the Holy Spirit. And so this is my son whom I love and with whom I am well pleased. And we fail to make this personal so many times, but this is exactly how God identifies with you right where you sit today. If you're listening to this while you're jogging a trail in uh, northern Michigan, God bless you. This is exactly how God identifies you right where you are. He identifies you every second of every day this way. This is my son, Alex, who I love and who I'm well pleased. This is my daughter, Elizabeth, who I love and with whom I am well pleased. This is my son, James. This is my son, Sean. This is my son, Alex. <laughs> I said, this is my son, Josh. This is my son, Garrett. This is my son, Clint. This is my son. And he sees you this way. This is my daughter, Lainey. This is my daughter, Heather. This is my daughter, Stephanie. This is my daughter, Anna. This is my daughter, Kim. This is my daughter. This is my daughter who I love and with whom I am well pleased. So then what you see in this scripture is it's not about what you do for him. It's who you are to him. You're a son or a daughter. God accepted you before you were born. And in this way, there are two things I want you to see that God, God is not ashamed to be called your God. Hebrews eleven six says that. For, the re- for this reason, God is not ashamed of you or to be called your God. Psalm 68, 5 says, a, says that God is a father to the fatherless, and he's a judge and a protector of the widows. God is your father. He knows you, and he is pleased with you. So to recap, a good father is proud. A good father believes. A good father lead, leads, and a good father loves. And the reality is this. When we love and lead and believe in our kids, how we see them changes. Our our expectation changes, and we see them as gifts from God. We see them as His his kids that we get to steward. And the reality is this. When you love God well, He loves you back. When you allow Him to lead, and you see that He believes, 
you, you see exactly how God sees you, right? And so our action step today, this is the walk away. If you're taking notes, we're going to pray here in just one second. The action step is this. Realize how God sees you. Know that he loves you. Allow him to lead you. Believe that he believes in you. And trust that he is pleased with you. Because a good father's love is self-sacrificing without reservation, unconditional, and always there. And that's the same love that your God has for you. Let's pray. Father, thanks so much for the opportunity to share on a father's love, on what good fathers do and what you do for us, who you are to us. Lord, thank you for loving us so well, for leading us, for guiding us, for believing in us, Lord, for being pleased with who we are, no matter where we are on the journey, no matter how deep, how wide, how far. Lord, you're right there. Your love never fails, and you are the same today, tomorrow, just like you were the day before. You're an amazing God. I give you glory and I say thank you. Thank you for the dads today. Thank you for the men, the women who provide and provide protection and fight for the freedom of our country. And I just thank you, Lord, for honoring all the dads today. Help them to feel appreciated and loved. Thanks for bringing me back here. Thanks for what you want to do uh, through these messages in the lives of people. I'm glad I get to be a part. It's in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, uh, if you're listening, you say, hey, man, I, Dusty, I have some questions. What you said was really good, but I've never thought about that or heard that before. Just send me an email. Uh, there's a link in the in the description of this podcast. You can send me an email. I'd love to follow up with you. Man, if they spoke to you, make sure that you share it. We've got six new subscribers this month. So if you're not subscribed, make sure you subscribe, like, follow, share, check us out on the web. Um, as always, if you support our ministry, uh, you give us legs to run. And you give us a voice to share. And so the gospel goes forward because of your support. Thank you. Thank you so much for your support. Now, pray a blessing over you and let you go. I pray the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, would give you a spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Him. I pray the perception of your mind may be enlightened so that you would know it as the hope of His calling for you and His purpose for you and the great things that He has in store for you. Thanks so much for being here today. God bless you. And I will uh, be talking to you next week. Thank you so much for joining me today. A huge thanks to those of you who support our ministry. You make what we get to do in Michigan, Oklahoma, Texas, and Colorado possible with those weekly outreaches to our hospital heroes and public service men and women. It's a big deal to get to do that and to support the people who are caring for our communities. So go ahead and click the link in the description to become a partner, or you can visit livefreedefined.com and click the giving link. If you enjoyed the podcast, please take a minute to like and subscribe or share it with a friend. Thanks again for being here today. God bless you.